Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Rogue Agronomist Podcast with Kyle Stahl from Stahl Agronomy. And uh, let's talk about getting upset and uh, pissed off. And really what I want to talk about is um, when you have a complaint. And really <laughs> really what that involves is, um, you know, you have a, you're upset about um, an application or um, see performance, uh, product performance, um, anything. You know, we're upset with anybody that does anything for you at the farm. Um, I've been on both ends of this and it's, it's no fun on either end. And, um, I've had, most of these have always come out, um, really, really good for me. And, um, I would say most, uh, not all, but, uh, most of the time it, it goes really well. Um, I'll kind of talk about, um, you know, from the farm side and from the agronomist, uh, slash, uh, seller side, um, kind of what's. What are the best ways to kind of go about it? Um, I've had people that have dealt with other retailers that I would say have been taken advantage of. Um, and I have people that tried to take advantage of retailers. So there's, and we know, I will say from the retail side, we know when you're trying to take advantage of us. Um, and from the farm side, uh, I understand why you want to get something back uh, when you're not happy. Um, and it's, can be frustrating. Um, we had a performance claim this year that I lost sleep over, um, just because, you know, I knew the company was going to stand behind it, but at the same time, I knew exactly, uh, how you probably would feel. Um, you know, I made the recommendation and then at the same time I was the farmer, um, at the end that had to be the person to make sure that we weren't getting screwed over and we were making sure we get, uh, what we thought we should get out of it. And, um, yeah, it's a difficult thing. It's um, it's not fun for anybody. Um, I never really enjoyed uh, complaints. Um, I don't think anybody does. I don't like making complaints. Uh, I'm the guy who's like, karma is going to get me if I, I yell and scream. And, um, you know, if I tell somebody they're doing a horrible job. Um, I've literally been in restaurants. Food's terrible. Uh, but I won't say anything because I don't want them to, like, spit my food. <laughs> so... I, I've been there. Uh, I get it. I get the uh, George getting upset part of it, but uh, you know it's uh, it, it's not fun. It's stressful. Um, but here's some things that I would say from both sides um, that I would not do. Um, first thing is don't call your retailer screaming, yelling on the first phone call. Um, I had somebody call me one year, and um, the I answered the phone, uh, as I always do. Uh, I said, yellow, it's Kyle. And um, I, I knew the guy. I was like, hey, what's going on? And first thing out of the guy's mouth is, you son of a bitch. And I'm like, no, God, here we go. Uh, what happened was we had sprayed all his neighbor's beans, um, which were insanely weedy. This guy's fields are always usually pretty clean. Um, and the funny part about this was <laughs> he... He's really given me uh, the the what for the business about why we weren't there yet. Um, and this is all, we sprayed his neighbors within like two days. I mean, it was, we were kind of all over the place. And I prioritized based on uh, kind of how weedy they were. And we were getting acres done. And it, it just, I didn't forget about the guy. Um, it just wasn't a good situation. Um, but the funny part was he literally called me and was, I, and I let him do it because I knew what the heck I was doing. I just let him vent. Um, once he calmed down and he's kind of like, when are you going to get here? And I said, well, 
I'm literally in a tender truck uh, pulling in your driveway in about five minutes and uh, the sprayer is just up the road and we'll be there in like 20 minutes. And um, so hang up. Everything's fine. Show up at the guy's place. And he's like, I'm sorry. He goes, I just watched you guys spray that stuff yesterday. And then, you know, then I'm sitting here looking at the 10 weeds in my field. And he's like, I'm just, I was just really mad. And I'm like, I get it. You know, um, I will say I come from a family that gets upset really easily. Um, and for us, the best way to, to calm us down is just to leave us alone. Um, I found that when I'm upset about something, I just need to be alone because if I don't, I will just yell and scream and get mad and yell at somebody and get all worked up. Um, I said, you know, you probably should have just waited 20 minutes and then call me. Um, yeah, and everything was fine. So don't get mad. Don't scream and yell the first phone call. Um, it just, that happens, but, uh, yeah, it's never a good way to start it out. Um, you know, and, and as much as retailers want your business, um, at the same time, you know, we all have our own mental stress and stuff, um, you know, even as an agronomist, I got my own stresses and things to worry about. Um, I, I'm going to be worried about what you're calling about. And, um, I, I understand, um, it's not like we don't care. It just, it's not fun to get yelled at every time. But, um, the other thing is, um, don't be a pushover. Um, you know, I've, I've had complaints, um, where guys are like, well, whatever you figure out, we'll take it, you know, no big deal. Um, and there's some of those times where I had to fight, um, fight insurance companies or whoever else, um, to get you a little bit more money to where I thought, um, you should have been compensated for. It's, it's, um, it's nice. And I understand you trust your retailer. Um, but it doesn't always hurt to get a second opinion. Um, just make sure that second opinion isn't the retailer up the road who's trying to get your business. Um, I would go with somebody independent, maybe somebody like me that's not trying to trying to uh, steal you away from somebody else. And, oh, my God, um, I had it one year. Um, this isn't a complaint, but uh, this was uh, I looked at somebody's soybeans and uh, we had a soybean aphid population on the rapid decline. Um, I mean, it was I pulled in the guy's yard and I'm like, all right, I was here three days ago. They have not gone up. They have, in fact, gone down. Um, he was really concerned. He called the co-op up the road. They showed up within 20 minutes with a sprayer and, um, he was really happy until, um, his neighbors were like, Oh yeah, Kyle was out here. And, um, oh, he said the soybean aphids were going to go away. And I went out two days later and there wasn't any, and he's like, well, crap. You know, it's just, everybody's going to tell you, Oh yeah, you should spray. Um, you should do something or, Oh yeah, those guys are screwing up big time. Um, to me, that's totally dishonest. Um, I never would do that kind of stuff, but, uh, yeah, if you're going to get a second opinion, make sure it's somebody who's kind of independent, uh, not associated with what's going on. Um, and I would get one. Um, now, you know, at that same point, just understand who you're getting it from. Um, I've had it both ways. So the other thing is don't um, don't want too much. Um, I had a spray complaint. Uh, we were definitely in the wrong. We, we sprayed the wrong field. We killed a field of alfalfa off. And... Um, yeah, it happens. Um, it wasn't my fault. They had actually flagged it. Uh, applicator just sprayed the wrong side of the flags. It just happens. You know, you're spraying 20,000 acres a year, even more sometimes, and five acres we made a mistake on. And it happens. And it almost seems like every year we had a five-acre mistake. 
Um, so yeah, we sprayed the wrong field. It was a one-year-old stand and, um, I think we felt it was, um, it was good enough to pay for, um, the loss of that stand for, uh, I think we sprayed it in fall. So I figured like three crops, um, along with, I think we paid for three quarters or, um, maybe 70% of what the re replant would be. And, um, the guy was like, well, I want, I want full replants. Um, I want two years worth of, two years worth of lost income on that field. And I'm like, all right, hold on. You're going to put wheat in there. You're going to go wheats. You're going to get the wheat straw. You're going to get the wheat, um, the wheat yield. So you're going to get a crop next year. It's not like you're not going to have a crop. Um, so the other part of it was you got a full year's worth of, um, full year's worth of alfalfa off of that. You know, so it's a four or five year stand. So I'm not going to pay you for the full cost of replant, but I will pay you for a good chunk of that. Um, and then when I, I figured out, um, what we owed them, I took off, um, the cost of, uh, harvest raking, um, you know, bailing, um, storage and everything else. Um, I took that out of the, what we, what we would owe them. Um, and he's like, well, that's not fair. And I said, well, it's not going to, you know, if you're selling hay for $200 uh, a ton, you know, you're not going to incur those costs of, of mowing it. And, you know, just all that stuff isn't going to be figured in there. You know, I, I really paid a lot of attention to this one. The guy was really upset. I want to make sure we got it right. Um, and I also want to do what was right for the company. Um, so we went through really in depth and I broke it down with the guy and he was really mad. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it happens. And we actually came to a conclusion, you know, we kind of met halfway and it worked out just fine. Um, but at the same time, you know, I've seen it where, um, somebody had a spray complaints and, um, they said we dinged their beans, um, you know, late application of Flexstar or something. And, um, yeah, so we dinged them. It's possible. Um, don't wait a year to tell me about it. Um, that happened one year. Um, we, we sprayed it the previous fall or summer. Um, I think in March or April, uh, the guy filed a complaint and I'm just like, really, the, how am I supposed to know we dinged your beans? You know, we didn't spray them all with this and what were your yields? Didn't have a yield monitor. It was just a nightmare. Um, that, that was just a, a nightmare problem, uh, that wouldn't go away. But, um, you know, Definitely let them know as soon as you find an issue. Um, this year, I called the company um, literally the date I found something. So definitely let them know in a timely manner, um, but also don't go crazy and, and want weird stuff. Um, that was There's a lot of other issues with, attached with that one. Um, I put in here, do, do your research. Um, that kind of goes along with the second opinion thing. You know, make sure um, you know what, what to expect. Um I've had complaints where, um, well, this is the easy one. Uh, I had somebody using uh, pursuit for years, um, let's say 20 years and, uh, I get a call and he had a water hemp escape and, um, yep, it was definitely there. Uh, there's definitely water hemp and he wanted the, uh, pursuit refunded and, um, I think we actually did. It was kind of a satisfaction thing. It was a good account. Um, but the next year when I went out, we wanted to switch to warrant. Um, I was really mad. And he's like, I want to use pursuit. <laughs> just like, all right, man, 
I am not going to do complaints uh, again this year. We're not using Pursuit. You've been using Pursuit every year for 20 years. It's not working. We're going to switch to something else. And, you know, something else wasn't more expensive. Um, it's just there's there's a lot of things that happen in the year and happen over the years. It's just really hard um, to make everyone happy. Um, I would say more often than not, um, you know, so let me put my, my teaching hat on for, for retailers. Um, if you're a young retailer, um, and you get your first complaints, um, I would say it's not always going to end poorly. Um, the day that it happens, it sounds like, um, it sounds like it's going to be like the worst thing ever. Um, I've honestly gone into a lot of, um, of complaints that usually end up really well. Um, I, I would say more often than not, um, when we come out of it, we come out of it better than we went into it. And uh, a lot of how you deal with it and, and how you handle customers and, and, and make sure you understand the rep relationships and, and everything you need to have, um, it really can turn out really well for you if you handle it correctly. And, and, you know, the same time you got to be able to wear your farmer hat and your retailer hat, you know, and and a lot of companies are really understanding and they, they want to help you. Um, you know, if they make a mistake, they really want to make it right. Um, and, and the experience has shown me that that's usually the case. So don't freak out. Um, so the other side, uh, as a farmer, I do understand. So, if you're working with a retailer and most people, um, you know, I have insurance, everybody's got insurance, things happen. Um, I do realize that, uh, there's a quite often, um, there's a, there's a dollar figure. There's, you know, it's the same thing with car insurance or any other insurance. They have a deductible and if it's under deductible, they're going to try to settle for that deductible. Um, I had one spray complaints where, um, I think we put corn chemical on bean ground. Um, new farm, didn't know it. It was all no-till, all planted with 30 inch planter. It happens. It's another one of those freaking five acre mistakes. It happens every year. Uh, I mean, like I worked in retail for, um, 11 years. I swear every year we had a five acre spray complaint, but, um, so anyway, we put corn chemical on a bean field. Um, beans came up, uh, it was 2012 in the droughts. Um, that chemical did not break down whatsoever. Um, went out there and I think it was going to be under deductible. Um, I'm fairly certain it would be. Um, and these people are actually some of my best friends now. And, um, I remember talking to them and I'm like, you know, here's what we can do. Um, here's what I'd like to do. Um, you know, I want to make this right. And we sat down. Um, and I mean, it was the first year we worked together and I could just tell, um, that they weren't entirely happy. Um, and at one point in our conversation, um, I just said, you know what? All right, here's what I'm going to do. Um, and it depends on the company protocol, but within our company at that time, we didn't always have to tell the insurance company, but I was like, all right, instead of trying to give you 20 bucks a ton off the fertilizer or whatever next year to try to make it up, I said, I'm just going to submit this to the insurance. Um, they're going to come look at it. We're going to fill all the paperwork out. We're going to do it that way. And then we can both come to a conclusion and, and make sure everybody's happy. Um, that worked out just fine. They were happy. Everybody was happy. It was just great. Um, it worked really well. 
Um, so sometimes it seems like, you know, even though I know it's going to be a deductible and it was, um, some people just want that moderator in there to just kind of, you know, moderate the discussion and make sure they're being taken care of. Um, it's the same thing when you have complaints. Um, I've had it where I was more than capable and, and willing to, um, be the person to handle the complaints. Um, but I could tell that um, somebody else needed to come in. So call the company rep, have them come out. Um, and, and sometimes that's better. Um, it just, sometimes it just needs to happen. So um, yeah. And the other thing is, I mean, they all have insurance. Um, you know, the only problem is sometimes the insurance guys are going to try to get you down for less than what the co-op would pay you. Um, so be wary of that also, but, um, I've had it. So let's say, um, part of the, don't be a pushover thing. Um, I would say, um, I would make sure you come up with a dollar figure and, um, get a check for it. Um, you know, there, there's limitations as far as what co-ops or retailers or anybody can do, uh, when it comes to, uh, reimbursing you for a failure or a complaint. Um, there's limitations on, you know, I, sometimes you had to have your insurance or let your insurance know within two weeks of you knowing that there was something wrong. Um, so if you're going to do anything or you know anything about it, definitely let them know as soon as possible. Um, the other thing is, um, I would take a check from either the retailer or the, uh, the insurance company who will probably pay the retailer, but you'll get a check get a check first. Um, don't take it in discounts. Um, try not to take it in, um, dollars off of your fertilizer purchase or anything else. Um, I would typically try to take it in a check form, um, or have a dollar, you know, if, um, let's say you're getting $5,000, um, I would get it as a $5,000 credit towards next year's stuff. Um, and get a $5,000 credit on your account. Um, don't get it as, well, we're going to give you $20 a ton off of fertilizer. I've had it. I have not done this, but I've heard about it being done where somebody gets $20 a ton off their fertilizer next year. And when they talk to their neighbors, they paid the same price for fertilizer as their neighbors. So be wary of that. Um, you know, or I've been in the seed decide or the seed discussion or the seed side where, um, they're going to give you 12 free bags. Um, and this isn't just a pioneer thing. Everybody does this. Um, I know I'll get that question probably pop up, but a lot of people do this. Um, and sometimes it's not free bags. Sometimes it's dollars off. Um, make sure you get either free bags or a, a dollar amounts. Um, that's the same thing we had happen this year. Got a dollar amounts. It worked out just fine. Everybody's happy. Um, there is a limit to what they can do too. So I would make sure you get a specific number of what they're going to give you back and make sure it's agreeable. Um, you know, it's not a, um, this isn't a used car deal. <laughs> That's the other part of this is going to be, it's not a used car deal where you're trying to make a negotiation, uh, to try to give you more money. Um, you know, understand where they're coming from. If you have questions or you're concerned about the amount state them, um, try to come to an agreeable conclusion. Um, this isn't 
more often than not, I will, I guess I won't say this is always going to be the case, um, but they're not going to try to lowball you every time. And um, it's kind of almost insulting um, if I think I gave you a, a very, very fair um, reimbursement for what happened and you come back and want like 50% more. Um, it's, uh, I understand it sometimes. Um, sometimes it's, it's definitely something that, um, people know, um, that you might do. So, um, it, it can be difficult. It's stressful. Um, it's definitely never been my favorite part of my job. Um, it's, it's probably my least favorite part of my job was, uh, handling grower complaints, but it happens. Um, you know, it's bound to happen. Um, you know, and I think the worst thing that can happen too, um, I literally went to a grower once and, um, I never met the guy before. Um, I think I worked there for six or seven years and I, I pulled in the guy's place and, um, I was like, how are you doing? And I will never buy from your company. I'm like, okay. Um, can I ask why? I just, you know, very, very politely. And the guy's like, well, this guy screwed me over. And then this guy that worked there screwed me over and I will never do business with them ever again. I'm like, well, that guy retired 10 years ago and the other guy hasn't worked there since probably the year that that happened. Um, and we've had turnover in the last 10 years. There's no one that works there that has anything to do with that. Management's all different. Um, we merged with another co-op. We have a totally different structure. There's nothing that um, we can do to make us any different. And, I was like, I don't care. Screw you and screw the company you work for. Um, yeah, um, that was always fun. Um, but that's like the last thing I'd ever want to have happen, you know. And I've I've been around people. Um, one time I had a guy come up to me and um, said, "Well, this guy screwed me over, and I will never ever buy from your company. But I know you, and I know you're really good, and um, I really would love to do business with you, but I can't because of morals, you know." Uh, like the old Seinfeld episode where he says, I'm returning this for spite, you know, and they're like, well, what do you, what's your reasoning? He's like, for spite. And well, you can't return something for spite. He's like, well, I just don't want it then. He's like, nope, you already said spite. So, I mean, it's just things like that. It's just, it's been weird. I've, I've had them all. Um, I, no one ever wants to sully their company name. Um, and I don't really ever want to sully the name of, um, other companies because, um, so for me, um, I always looked at this, you know, even when I was, I would say I was wearing the company's underwear. Um, I, I literally had, so I worked at FS and, um, I had one customer call me Mr. FS because I always had an FS hat, uh, an FS shirt, FS jacket, and I drove an FS truck. Um, everything I had an FS logo on it. And, um, it wasn't because I was a company guy, but I did feel that I should be wearing my company stuff. Um, and even when I was wearing all that stuff, um, I still would look out for what's going on with my customers and, um, you know, and to me, when, um, even though I was staunch in that company, I never tried to throw anybody else on the bus because I was like, well, I never know who I'm going to work for. And, um, I sold against, um, one of the companies they represent now or, or work with. And I did that for a number of years. And the worst thing you can do is go out and say they suck to every single person you meet. And then 10 years down the road, they offer you a job. And then you go back to those same customers and try to sell them the product you told them sucks. 
Um, I have one customer that um, uh, I didn't necessarily put something or somebody down, um, but uh, when I showed up one day uh, recently, uh, he's like, oh, I can't believe you, you are even there. And um, I'm like, why? And he said, well, you know, you, um, you just threw them under the bus. I, I don't remember that happening. Um, but yeah, maybe, um, you know, and it was one of those customers that, um, I would say is a really close friend of mine. And honestly, um, more often than not, it's probably sarcasm. So, um, but no, I never really threw, uh, anybody under the bus. Um, it just, you know, it's the same thing with sports and sportsmanship. Um, I think that it's something you should have in, in this job or any job. Um, you know, it's just saying that somebody sucks. Um, might say people, uh, at specific companies aren't, aren't that great. Um, but not necessarily companies. Um, there is literally one company in Wisconsin I would never work for. Um, that is on the too hot for radio version. <laughs> and, um, uh, I'll never say who it is. Uh, if you're a recruiter, call me and I'll tell you. But, um, yeah, um, anyway, so we're going to get to the end of this one, but, um, yeah, when you have grower complaints or you had complaints, um, don't freak out. Um, you can get upset. I mean, you know, if somebody drives down a bunch of your corn, yeah, get upset. Um, if somebody has the balls to, uh, to call you before anybody else notices it and say, Hey, um, our applicator ran out a bunch of your corn. I have no clue what's going on. We will make sure this is right. And um, I uh, I want to make sure we keep your business. Even though he's leaving in six months and he probably could have to care less if he didn't want to. Um, true story. It actually happened this year. Um, I had an applicator run down a bunch of corn for a customer. Um, but I went out of my way to make sure that I was the first person to contact this guy. And... Um, I worked with him, made sure it was right. Um, and this is all before and with full knowledge that I was not going to be there in six months or in a couple months. Um, but I made sure it got done correctly because honestly, uh, I want to be able to pull in that guy's yard and be like, Hey, um, you know, I, and I don't want to get chewed out and told to get, get the heck out of there. Um, you know, and that's, that's the thing too, you know, don't burn your bridges when you're leaving. Uh, and I, I've tried not to do that, but, uh, it happens, but, um, anyway, um, yeah, complaints can suck. Um, they can, they can also be a good thing. Um, you don't really think they would be, but sometimes, um, it builds relationships, um, how you handle yourself when you're under stress and, and things aren't going right, um, uh, can say a lot about you. Um, that's, I think the true test of who you are is when things aren't going great, um, what, um, how are you going to handle or how are you going to act? And, um, that really, really tells me a lot about people. And I think that told a lot of people about how I am, um, how I handled complaints and, and when things are really not going well, um, how I handle myself. Um, I didn't come in and say F this and F that, uh, we just got stuff down. We put our head down and work through it. So anyway, uh, joining on at the end of an episode is my new cliche apparently, but, um, hopefully you guys enjoy this one. Um, I honestly, uh, if you want to talk about anything, um, you have a complaint against your retailer, um, and you don't think it's going to handle well. Um, you follow me on Twitter. You have no clue who I am and you listen to this podcast and 
you're having issues, um, shoot me a direct message or, or uh, find my phone number. Um, it's pretty easy. Uh, basically type my name into Google in Wisconsin or something and it comes up because my business phone number is like everywhere. So find me. We'll talk about it. Um, literally, I've talked to people from Nebraska to Canada about different topics. I've had people from Canada call me about vertical tillage. Um, I've had guys from all over. Um, and, you know, everybody's got an opinion and everybody's got a, um, got a way to look at stuff. Um, fully capable and aware of understanding and how to do that. So yeah, don't be afraid. Honestly, um, I don't want getting like midnight phone calls or anything, but find me and, uh, shoot me a message or something. Um, you know, I, it's always interesting meeting new people and getting around the Midwest. Um, I got a chance to meet somebody I hadn't talked to in a I've talked to only on the phone uh, the other day. Uh, I got a tour of their farm and and talked to them about their business. And um, it was actually pretty cool. And uh, now when I show up, everybody knows who I am. So it's, it's, um, it's always fun. Uh, You know, it's such a big community, uh, but at the same time, it's so small. Uh, You know, I mean, we, we just got a dog walker for our dogs, a new one. Uh, We had the other one for 10 years and our new dog walker went to school Purdue and they live in Wisconsin. So, not a lot of people that do that. So it's just kind of a small world. But uh, anyway, uh, we're going to end this one. I'm going to drone on for another 10 minutes if I don't. Um, stay tuned. Drop me a line. Shoot me a message. Um, if you want to be bothered and actually be on something like this, um, I don't bite. Um, I, I may pinch. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Um, I definitely don't bite. Uh, it's not as scary as you think. Um I was the shyest person in my high school and uh, I do a podcast. So, and I'm on video, so not too scary. Uh, Anyway, I'll catch you guys later. I think I got this under 30 minutes, so I'll catch it next time.